0: Well, hey there, I'm Pastor Cody and I'm Pastor Matt and we are here after a week off to have ourselves That's one true. of those things that we like to call a conversation. Shall we converse? Yeah, mm-hmm. we shall converse. Let's jump in here. All right, so we, yeah, we are, uh, we're coming back in here after a week off, and wow, so much has happened. Yeah, um, a lot we of just, good stuff. A lot of good stuff. We just, um, Easter is wrapped up and done. Yeah, man. Um, we had a great day celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. We're still exhausted. We are still tired, yeah. <laughs> um, it was a great day. This guy preached and sang for two services, and um, man, we had our best attended Easter we've ever had. Probably yeah. our best attended service, honestly. Oh, no, it, it was by for far. sure a,
1: a record-breaking Sunday by all accounts. Yep. Yeah, it was really good. Yep.
0: We're breaking records over here, <laughs> and we didn't have to become women to do it. <laughs> oh, <shoot>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I just had to <laughs> no, say No, don't it. apologize for that. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny right there.
1: We're breaking records oh, over here. Oh, man, it's ripe up in here today. <laughs> I, might, um. I might post that later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> make it public. Here we go. We'll have a podcast we're next week defending whatever Facebook <laughs> post goes out. <laughs> we're
1: breaking records and we didn't even have to change. Yep, oh nope. My goodness. And we're still men. <laughs> <laughs> we're still <Some laughs> at least think we so. think that we are. Yeah.
0: Um some would disagree more than likely. Ah, and uh funny. like and share and uh, let us know if you think we're manly enough to be yeah. defined as a man. Uh what is a man? Let us know in the comments what you think that Can is. Can you answer that question? Can you answer that question? Uh we've had You know, people go all over the world asking the question, what is a woman? And nobody's asked what a man is. Spin this that way. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. We're not talking about Romans 1 anymore. No. Um, Absolutely not. Nope. Um, But segueing kind of into where we are. So last week was uh, not Easter, but the week before was our fifth part (laughs) in the series of Romans. And this one was week number six. Yeah. Um, And I think, I guess, to open up what I would like to know personally and for our audience is uh how exactly do you okay so you had an easter message right yeah but you also stayed faithful to the series can you just tell us maybe for a second how those stars lined up Mm -hmm. and how you made that happen because it always seems to do that when there's like a special day and it just happens to you know not that it's hard to talk about the resurrection from anywhere in the new
1: testament let alone romans yeah i mean it wasn't a traditional easter message but Um, I think for me, it's, it was just kind of focused around the idea of, you know, continuing in this thing of unity and there's just, there's a lot of, a a lot of good, um, solid biblical grounds for, you know, what the Lord did. And so we kind of just like stayed on that end, Mm -hmm. stayed on the end of like the week before it was, you know, what the law does and how we're we're all on equal ground. And so I just kind of just said in that for, for a while. And then the next, the next passage in chapter three, it was just like, man, look, we're justified by faith regardless. And so I'm like, okay, well, it takes faith to believe in the resurrection. It takes faith to unleash our relationship with Jesus. And so I'll just stay right there. I mean, everybody knows. And, and I think some, sometimes you have to, um, you, you have to kind of position things and say, well, um, yeah, there's some understood here in the message. There's some understood that we're talking about the resurrection and all of the implications of the gospel. And so I think that uh, people that have been with the series from the beginning can say, yeah, this is built to that. And yeah. I can walk away uh, from Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, continuing my thought process in Romans, strengthening my faith, knowing that I'm believing and have believing loyalty in Jesus, but also... Offer you know salvation for many that were were visiting and and joining us online. So, um, yeah, it was just kind of a looking at what's next, and and I wasn't married to it from the beginning. I thought, well, if we need to, we'll we'll step out and just do it an yeah. Easter message. But the more I read and thought and prayed on it, I was like, no, nah, we'll just we'll just stay right there and we'll focus on the faith aspect of it. Um, you know, but I I did leave a lot to. Um, to the crowd to fill in as far as like understanding that w- we're talking about the resurrection and mm-hmm. understanding what we're kind of like dealing in that context. And I think most people at this point should know some of those things. For sure. Uh, and if they didn't, th- that's fine. You know, ask a question, reach out, shoot us a message. And, and that's kind of, um, you, you don't know where everybody's coming from. There could be somebody that walks in the church in, in church and just be like, "Man, I don't, I don't, know who's Jesus?" <laughs> right? <laughs> <But> <laughs> who is that fella? But for the most part, right? You know, everybody's been introduced to him, and if they haven't, they're living under a rock. You know, they've got some sort of you know presupposition of what the gospel is and who he is. So yeah. I just figured I'd stay right there, and 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 this uh, faith aspect is going to continue into next week, so mm-hmm. it, it it'll build. Yeah. um and continue to build it's almost like there's some continuity there in this, <laughs> right. in this whole letter thing if, if we would have read it backwards though
0: it would have been better son honestly that would have been a pretty uh i mean not a new thing but like what if you started from the end of romans and just worked your way back that'd be pretty epic
1: it makes more sense you uh, should do it again after you finish the series <laughs> preach it back yeah preach it backwards
0: yeah. like we're just in the middle now now yeah, that you yeah. think we're we're ending it exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it'll it'll flow and i just think that you know the the mindset of building and continuing in the text man i I know my attention span's awful, and so leaving that and coming back to it and you know for us to be able to stay there and kind of yeah use other texts, but it it just continues to build and I've continued kind of to go back to to certain points like the verse in Exodus where Moses is coming down off Mount Sinai and comparing that passage with first Peter and and lively stones and Mm -hmm. we're a priesthood like we're continuing to kind of tie the old covenant and the new covenant together and see like what paul is talking about like what what is he getting at well he's echoing old testament Mm -hmm. you know and old covenant and he's bringing that into the conversation yeah so anyway and that's going to happen even more so in this week's message yeah it's really good yeah
0: um a couple of uh I mean, do you think there's anything uh, conversationally, I mean, we're talking about last this past week, but, like, anything, um, you know, notable from the week before that you feel like you need to fill the gaps in on while we're having this conversation?
1: The week before? Or Romans 5 and
0: 6? Well, part 5 and 6? I have to pull it up. Um, let me see here. Because Romans 2 is, um, you know, it's loaded. Just like the rest of it.
1: It's like <laughs> a burrito. There's like these new... <laughs> get loaded. Yep. <laughs> that used to be a theme from Hardee's. <laughs> it was a breakfast burrito. And they had like a <laughs> commercial. It was like, get loaded. <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> it's like, man, that thing's got everything. In I there. wish we had Hardee's.
0: There's not really... Uh, they're not really around here. Is there a Carl's Jr. around here? Or?
1: I think maybe
0: on the Eastern Shore. Okay. I know Hardee's... Uh, uh, maybe I'm thinking about Roy Rogers. That's like oh. Cal Ripken's thing, which is hilarious to me. Cal Ripken? Yeah, he uh, he either owns Roy Rogers or he is like a large part owner what? in Roy Rogers. I didn't yeah. know
1: that. Cal I don't know. Well, yeah, Cal Ripken Jr. Interesting. Palm Sunday. So, yeah, we I mean, we've just continued in Hashtag this. Hashtag the palms. Palm <laughs> the it. palms. So, the advantage justified by works, a quotation from Psalm 51. Yeah, that's good stuff. The whole world's guilty. Introducing that Deuteronomy thirty two again, you know, and and I, I think that that was just I figured you'd you'd love that um, I do, but yeah, just the idea that, um, you know, if you think about when the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, divided the human race, set those boundaries, Yahweh choosing Israel as his portion, and now he's reclaiming the nations, um, you know, and how Paul is specifically like he's using Paul mm-hmm. to deconstruct. Yep. what those constructs were because you know we see in this unified story of the bible that you know the intent all along was for that the world the the world to come to jesus you know Mm -hmm. and um anyway i just think that's neat to see the boundaries being broken down and you know for for our listener whoever joins in to this podcast and and listens to three of you god bless you um so it'd be one and then us two. but (laughs) uh, i think for for me it's you know, looking at, look, look at yourself, like take an internal survey um, of what you have and how you're sharing it, what you have and how you perceive it, um, your constructs of, you know, your, your friend groups and how you communicate the message of what the Lord's doing, you know, in your life. Are you working hard to break down those barriers and reach across the aisle, if you will, or does it all look the same? You know, we're we if we're not Big careful, facts. and that's the thing I'm <clears> seeing. It's like if we're not careful, we're literally doing the exact same thing that the Torah-abiding Jew did, mm-hmm. but we do it in our context. We do it in know? a different way. Yeah, yeah.
0: very observable patterns. Mm. Let me hit you with this real quick on the note of the resurrections. I was reading uh, on Sunday. My I b- I did a series. Is a five. It ended up being a five-week thing. I skipped a week because it just made sense for Easter. Mm um but my last message i just kind of preached on the davidic covenant in second samuel 7 yeah uh where david kind of you know the you know the borders of his kingdom have extended where they will extend to you know mm-hmm. israel is you know that i i would say and i think most would agree that you know the end of david's reign towards the end was probably the most prosperous that israel had been mm. you know they you know th- as far as like boundaries and 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 i guess you know from a boundaries perspective, maybe. But, you know, in the days of Solomon, you know, gold was as common as dust, they say. So I guess it's yeah. apples to oranges. But this period in general, you know, end of David's reign, early reign of Solomon, you know, very prosperous. Um, but, you know, when David's like, man, you know, like I'm chilling in my palace and, you know, but the Lord, you know, the uh, the Ark of the Covenant is in, is in a tent. And he's like, you know, I'm going to build a house for him. And, you know, God comes to Nathan and he's like, you tell this to David. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought this was interesting because I feel like, and it's one of those things where it's a both and. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that Paul probably would read. And, you know, it, it, fa- it falls into that messianic profile. But I don't know that you can read it. I'm just thinking, I've just been thinking about it. And you yeah. can let me know your thoughts because sure. we're having a conversation. Yeah, we are. I will make a great name for you. So basically God comes to David and he's like, I don't want you to build me a house, but I will make you a house. Um, And he says, after he kind of, you know, recaps his life. And he says, ever since the day I ordered judges to be over my people, Israel, I will give you rest from your enemies. And the Lord declares to you, the Lord himself will make a house for you. When your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up, key word, resurrection language, after you, your descendant, who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom, and he is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. And I will be his father, he will be my son, and when he does wrong, I will discipline him with a rod of men and blows from mortals. But my faithful love will never leave him as it did when I removed it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Mm. Your house and your kingdom, or your house and kingdom, will endure before me forever, and your throne will be established forever. And to me, like, we know that, you know, Jesus sits, you know, on the throne of David and like he was the Davidic son. And I feel like there's like a significant amount of overlap there where like, you know, it's talking about Solomon, but you also know that the descendant from David whose throne endures forever is Jesus. Yeah. But I think where it gets blurry for me is you can't directly apply that because it says, uh, you know, when he does wrong, I will discipline him. And I would say that, you know, you could almost get there with Jesus, but the whole like when he does wrong i will discipline but then you read further and it's like well he did take blows from mortals no, you know no what no. i mean so it's like it's like there but it's not quite there pleased him to bruise him yeah so i feel like you can't you know you can't read that and not kind of fit that fit that into the thing yeah the you know the thing um you know but the thing yeah but it's just kind of <gasps> interesting <laughs> you know. Anyway, but I was reading that and I, it just kind of hit me while I was preaching on Sunday. I was like, oh man, that's, you know, that's for sure messianic profile. Yeah, And I think it's because I had probably just listened to in the morning, the, you know, I'm up on Heiser series, which mm-hmm. is, you know, through Romans and the messianic profile and what yeah. where Paul got his
1: Christology from and all that good stuff. But I don't know. I felt like it was worth, worth well, sharing. I think that, y- you know, like when you read some of the Psalms, it's uh, even this week, right? So every time Paul quotes... A psalm in Romans it's not like tip for tat it's not it's it's a echo of it with this new perspective Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and a new perspective from Paul not on Paul (laughs) right but I I think it's you know perfectly fine in saying we understand that Jesus is the fulfillment of that Davidic covenant Mm -hmm. right and so he fulfills all of those Points, Even if you say, well, yeah, Solomon... He's the ultimate son of David, even though there right. were other sons of David. Yeah, well, Solomon, you know, he will be judged or whatever, disciplined for that. Well, that doesn't change the fact. It doesn't uh, negate you right. know, what Jesus did, will do, and is doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, as, as far as, like, my perspective on it. Because I, I don't see... I think we actually fall into a trap when we want it perfect Mm -hmm. we want that linear thing of that's the exact wording and this is the exact wording oh my goodness like we are obsessed with that we really are and i think it's i don't uh, don't really get it anymore
0: yeah and i think it's the same thing with psalm 22 you know i think in times past i've read that and been like oh my gosh like how can right how can you not think crucifixion when you think this and then it's like oh well you know jesus does quote psalm 22 right know, but not in you know it's not about psalm 22 was david seeing the crucifixion it was you know it was just the fact that he was kind of looping that in right you know and it you know it becomes something different than it was before yeah or maybe maybe a better way to describe it is it becomes a more fuller a more fuller picture than it was well i think like that's it is both right. something different and also something different Would if that d- makes sense well <laughs> no, I, I don't
1: i don't think it's i <laughs> i think that it's relevant for them Right. Mm -hmm. In that moment. But it's also a picture of things to come in the sense that, you know, you see what they endured, but they could not do it on their own. Mm hmm. And and that's like the the thing with Romans, you know, that we're discussing and kind of like um, teasing out is this idea that they, um, you know, they know they have the answer, but that's not the answer for them. Right. You know, the law was the answer, Mm -hmm. but but they couldn't fulfill it. Right. And. God forbid, you know, d- Jesus didn't come do away with it. You know, he he fulfilled it. Right. He was the faithful Israelite. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of go back and look at all of these things where Jesus replaces and fixes or resolves the conflict in that situation. Um, and, and so all of those scriptures are applicable to him excuse me in in nice his one. life and in his moment yeah. you know um but they were applicable to them in the sense that they were you know they were going to fail right <laughs> you know yeah. so i think it's it's a perfect analogy that you know you look at solomon the wisest the most uh the, the richest right he had it all yeah and still he was the picture
0: of the you know of basically wisdom embodied
1: right but but he still like made all of these relationships with yep. other gods, you know, through marriages and through all these different things. Yep. You know, he felt the need to do and 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 network all of those Bought chariots from Egypt. Yeah.
0: Or maybe I'm blurry on that. It's something with. Yeah. Bad foreign relations.
1: I, I, but it was that I felt like that was his whole M.O., you know, was just constantly networking and mm-hmm. pulling those things yeah. in, you know, through h- however he was <laughs> doing it. Um and you know looking at that like Solomon was Donald Trump changed my mind ex- except for the exactly fact that he was probably right. a lot smarter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, take the it, thing that ties it, them together is that they were uh, narcissistic <laughs> leaders. <laughs> right. Take it back. <laughs> no, I'm smarter. But <laughs> I'm the wisest man that ever lived. <laughs> ever.
1: But yeah, I think I think that you know for me it's you look at that and you understand that if we were the most resourced. Uh, individuals on the planet and Mm -hmm. had it all and knew it all we still (laughs) we still need jesus Mm -hmm. and that's the beautiful picture of how the old testament like it's not about separating from it it's about seeing ourselves in Uh that and knowing that we wouldn't be any different yeah and
0: i think where that kind of loops in you know you look and i think that not to jump back backwards i guess but like you you know, when I was first learning scripture, I thought it was really cool. Like you have like, here's a list of all the prophecies Jesus fulfilled. And you just take the ones like, you know, stock right out of like Matthew chapter, not one, because that's like the the Davidic line. Um, But just like, you know, out of Egypt, I have called my son. That's from Hosea. Like that's a prophecy that he fulfilled. And it's like, well, if you read it, like anybody who is familiar with their Old Testament would say like, what the heck do you mean? He fulfilled that. You know what I mean? But when you read it, you know the way that it it should be read and you see like oh like you know you know they're they're mapping this story of jesus with israel meaning that he is like he is the individual representative of corporate israel that the prophets talked about like he is the faithful israelite which because wilderness right 40 days of testing yeah right like all of it and because he is israel israel was god's son and therefore jesus is also god's son so there's like there's these relationships between right. these things that it's not a, yes, it's a prophecy fulfilled, but it's not a prophecy fulfilled at the same not not in the way that we think about it, not like future telling, but like he fits that like it just fits the mold like what yeah. the what the Israelites needed like that's that this is who he was, right. Israel was a failure, Israel now finds herself in a position where she the rescuer needs to be rescued, and this is you know uh, along comes the you know, the faithful Israelite who will keep the law and therefore, you know, supersede the law. And that's kind of where you land in Romans, you know, where, what does it look like now that we are followers of, of the one who, who completed the law? Like, where does all that flesh out?
1: Yeah. It looks like faith. It looks looks like like faith, trust and believing loyalty and, and I'll trust in him. Like that, that's where the, that's where it becomes so simple. All of these complex analogies and scriptures and like you said either a prophecy fulfilled or it's just someone coming along saying simply like I'm about to do what you couldn't do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like yeah it all pointed to well yeah I I mean it was just necessary in the fact that you know the Lord chose a nation I, I think it's the same way that he shows us and reveals to us that we're sinners that we are unable to do and fulfill and if you're you know, watching this podcast, like you have the the feeling in, inside your heart that, you know, you're never good enough and you can't ever cross that finish line or you can't do exactly what you set out to do. We're just not perfect humans, you know. And It so almost it almost seems like and I know this isn't the best
0: way to think about it, but like when you think about like it really like towards the end of the Hebrew Bible, like it's really set up like God is the only one who can restore and fulfill the covenant. Yeah. And he just like does it himself. It's <laughs> like that's almost yeah. cheating. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, that's not the right way to think about it, but it's like and I'm a prime example of this
1: with 400 years of silence. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's almost
0: yeah. it's almost as if, you know, it, it, in every way but saying it out loud like if you want something done right, you just go ahead and do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I I think that it's just the whole the whole of scripture fitting together the narrative that We Gentiles, we have a spot to plug in Mm -hmm. Um, the Jews, you know, where they would excel and would boast about that. Paul is neutralizing that situation. And so I just think it's funny, like how history repeats itself. And Mm -hmm. here we are 2000 years later dealing with the boasting issue continually. And I know even in my own heart where it's like, how do we keep that line separated from like, hashtag separated, (laughs) (laughs) sold out, separated, Uh, hashtag KJV only, (laughs) but like, how do we keep that line from, you know, uh, not internalizing the good things that happen from scripture (laughs) just knowing that like scripture applied is what's working. The Holy Spirit in, in my life working through me is what's making this thing happen um, because of my flesh dwelleth no good thing. It's this, it's the same concepts. I, it's the same. It's <laughs> 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 the same. Yeah, it's it's the same concepts, and it's like these <laughs> these headphones are like pinching my glasses. I feel like whenever head. I do a
0: Trump impression, it's like Trump with a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> the same. No, it's Trump with
1: three too many Adderalls. <laughs> 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 you wanna yeah. know why I never sleep? Cause I'm medicated. <laughs> I don't need sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny.
0: I am Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Dude,
1: how do you even get down with that series? I love it so much. Is it a second one out already? Uh,
0: This week, I think, is episode number four. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. Like, episode.
1: How was that first episode good at all? You didn't like it? No. (laughs) It really, like. I thought it was so dumb. I was like, what is this? We're going to take a
0: sidebar for just a moment and talk about the new Marvel series. It's great because, like,. Yeah. It really just highlights You his have to sell this for me. I don't understand I didn't know anything about the character prior to like the series, but the Id- the idea is that he has like a multiple he has like multiple personality disorders and because he has he's like the chosen avatar for Kanchu, which is the is like, that the Egyptian right, god or whatever, mm-hmm, one of them. And what's really neat is like I think it's either episode 2 or 3 like he stands in the divine council of, of like the Egyptian pantheon and they like judge Kanchu. Mm. um but it's like conchu has episode two
1: it's either two or three i can't remember i think it's three and i don't i think like all of that is like really good like somebody's been you know listening to Heiser's book or something (laughs) (laughs) which is which is fine but like the the actual like how they recorded it and made it happen i just felt like it was so disjointed oh yeah but i think that's the point though you know what i mean how is that the point it's like he's in this random town right and it's and maybe it makes sense the more you watch it but it's like it there's does this because voice. it's like yeah i, I to so that's me, conchu that voice is conchu which that's fine like okay they could have done it better is is all my point it's mm-hmm. like he he like blacks out and he wakes up and everybody's dead mm-hmm. you know and i'm like this is just so weird and then at the end um these like weird alien creatures you know what i mean like i don't know in the oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i'm mm-hmm. like <laughs> so as it develops and i think it's I like know. it becomes more clear because they hop back and forth but you have like the guy steven with a v right he is he's just this guy who has th- he's got the accent he works at a gift shop in london at the museum loves egyptian stuff and then his other alternate personality is the guy mark who doesn't he's like he has like an american passport and there's like a storage unit with his stuff in it and like you know you, you don't figure know
1: about that until what episode two Right. Okay, yeah. All right.
0: So he, a, after all of the strange stuff happens <sighs> in episode one. Maybe I'll try it again. You should. It's like, it's just interesting. I like it a lot. I but then he it. then he kind of like, he comes in contact with his other self because he has like this disorder. And then so like now they're like conversing and like, but like, you know, the one Steven is just that guy. Like he's smart, knows Egyptian stuff, which kind of gets looped in later on. And then Mark is like a mercenary who has been working for Kanchu. Mm. but what Kanchu does is he kind of like takes advantage of like each one and it, it's i don't know it's like a it's very interesting but i i just have loved every bit of it because it's just neat i
1: don't know i like it i'll try one more episode that yeah, i yeah, you'll the second episode to brings me it, it together more. like so disjointed i was confused there after was the no first episode. continuity i but i was just like this is not like, even, like, the f- the fight scenes in the straw, I just felt like it was very, like, like, kindergarten. Like you, Right, you didn't actually get a ton together. of Moon
0: Knight in the first episode. No, not strange. really. It was, like, the end. Like, he comes out in the bathroom,
1: Yeah, you know? I was like, what is this? This is so weird. <laughs>
0: but the know. fights, it it kind of, I feel like they did that in the first episode, and it gets, like, that was, like, the teaser. Like, everything's, like, really weird. And then, like, mm-hmm. the second and third episode, like, there's more, like actual fight sequences and you kind of figure out like how all the whole thing works and then like you figure out that his other personality is married and he had no like the other one had no idea and they're about to get divorced and steven you know the other guy meets his other self's wife and he's like oh i don't i don't want to sign divorce papers like you seem really lovely (laughs) you know what i mean so it's like it's it's like they're all leading somehow leading whole different lives which is why in the first episode he's like exhausted and chains himself to his bed because for some reason he never feels rested, and it's because you know the other guy is leaving at night and living a whole other life uh. as Mark Spector and not Steven. So it's it's pretty um, it's a lot to keep up with, but I think I've enjoyed it for that reason. Seems because it's like, like mental
1: gymnastics. Yeah you've, yeah, you've got it. You've got it down. Yeah.
0: Either way, it's <sighs> good stuff. You should watch it. It's Moon I think night. it's PG 13 or yeah. TV 14, whatever the I, mean, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's good.
1: Like I, I I was thinking to myself, like, if I compared this with Hawkeye or even the Falcons, way series, better than Hawkeye. I, I would have watched Hawkeye ten times before really? I would've watched this. Yeah. But like I'll watch the second episode and see if I can get into it.
0: Hawkeye is so like relatable in that series. He's like, Listen, I don't want to do this crap anymore. I just want to get home to my kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I, liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like it. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. I li- I liked Hawkeye. But mm-hmm. anyway, all right, one good. more episode, I'll let you guys know next week. Yeah, if I was able to get back into it.
0: Yeah, we'll talk back on that next week. Where the heck were we in this conversation before we jumped off on Egyptian pantheons?
1: I don't know, but I think that just in general, as we continue our Roman series, like see the, you know, the the piece of equality within the body of Christ and how Paul is trying to break down those those barriers and those walls. And um, I think too, it's like we're gonna see this in this coming week. We're going to see how faith makes all the difference and so Son. W- maybe you find yourself uh in a place or in a context that you can't really relate to scripture you can't really relate to the story you don't feel like it's for you listen it's for you it's, it's for you absolutely <laughs> for you and Paul is 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 doing such a good job, has done such a good job as we continue the series and as you can go on and read the whole book if you want. Bigly good. Um, Yeah. But it's it's putting us right in the middle of it and putting our faith right in the middle of it. And what we're doing as a church. Um, And I just I couldn't be more excited. And I I, I just want to say a few words about Easter. It was just really, really neat to see. Uh, all of the volunteers all of the people that had a hand i mean from y'all killed it yeah getting the church ready <coughs> to the day of um it, it's just been incredible and and we did we broke every record we, we've had um from a <laughs> except for, for registered visitors <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we failed on it we tried something new and it didn't really work but yeah it's okay the the people showed there. up yeah they did um and and if you visited please come back but yeah please <laughs> um but yeah it was just it was just such a especially if you day. happen to live next door to me <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was it was just a really really good day and as i reflect on what the lord is doing karen posted in um in the um Bethlehem church online group on a post susan had put in there from like a picture from our first easter mm-hmm. and it's just crazy was that
0: the easter that you tried to sing resurrection by yourself I have no idea. <laughs> Did I yeah. I don't even remember that. <laughs> You're like, no, nah, I could do it. I'm gonna do it. It was like you and your guitar. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a really dumb idea. But um anyway, just like looking back to you know, that that first first Easter Sunday to where we are now is our sixth Easter service. Um, it's just incredible what the Lord's doing and I'm super pumped at what the next five years is gonna hold. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. liddy, as they litty. say. <coughs> Well, well, s- we'll see if this Moon Knight episode two is litty.
0: Yeah, sorry to hijack, uh, you know, sixty percent of the podcast with that talk, but no, um, I think it's worthwhile, and I think there's some overlap. So check it out. Yeah, check it out. We'll see you next week, and uh, thanks for tuning in. God, God, God bless, bless you, you Les.